Oh, sorry about that. Oh no, it's it's fine. I didn't know. The, the funny thing about it was when I sent it to you the first time, I couldn't hear any music. Normally, I can hear the music, and this time I couldn't hear it, and I was thinking, oh, that's a bit weird. Yeah, they made me sign into the the app now with my Apple ID. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh yeah, they made you do that as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they updated the terms then. Basically, yeah, to have a podcast now, they need to ID you. Yeah, because they think we're gonna talk. Yeah, they're gonna. They're gonna basically. It's a sensor to see how many black people they have. Really, that's that's what it really probably. Really I, I think is. I think there's probably a security element. They want to know who's saying what, and who's you know spreading what information, and they can trace back. This person said this, and they're from here. I know it's weird. Though. I think it's mm, anyway. It's 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 pretty weird. Okay, people, welcome back to another podcast. I know I've had a kind of a sabbatical, but I needed to. Um, have this time to be able to do this podcast right and with the right um person um this is podcast 25 um i'm with el chapo negro um how you doing i'm amazed that you got my name right it's been a while i think oh. and i've I, it's yeah i'm probably because i'm looking at black black lives matter um like news right now i'm probably thinking to myself yeah probably try to get it right once you know what i mean i had to roll the tongue though i had to roll the tongue you, you did well you did well i know i know i know um <laughs> topic for discussion today i think is very i think it means a lot to me and you um and that's why it kind of took me a long time to do this podcast because i didn't want to say the wrong thing i didn't want to come across wrong and believe it or not this is the one podcast that people have been asking me to do and i I was shocked by that actually because people thought oh that i was going to do the podcast straight away and i was like i can't because i'm not going to say the right words and to me um the black lives matter company the actual slogan of black Lives matter means so much more now than the actual company that it stands for i don't think it when i think when you think of black lives matter i don't think you think of the actual organized i don't think you think of the actual movement i think you think of everything else now you know i'm trying to people need to understand the differences of the two even if someone held up a sign that had black lives matter i don't think people actually know that it's an actual company or it's like that it is an organization do you know what i mean yeah, but I think that has more to do with the, the, the day and age in which we live. I yeah. think that um, for things to work nowadays, like if you want to run it back to the, the civil rights movement, they had yeah. they were organized, but not the, to the degree that we are today. Now we have things like um, we have mobile phones, we have the Internet, we have social media. So to organize is very easy and whenever something's happening now, there's always going to be an element, whether it's positive or negative, that looks to commercialize uh, on whatever's happening because they know once you get a lot of people in the same place, ooh, we can get ad revenue. Ooh, we can make some money off of selling t-shirts. Ooh, we can make some money off of this. Uh, And that's because we live in a very predatory capitalist society. Um, So that's always going to happen. But I, I think that overall, it doesn't detract from the message. Um, and I, I believe personally that this is the second civil rights movement that we're seeing. Yeah, definitely. And I want it to be, I want it to be portrayed in the in the right way. I don't want it to be portrayed as 
um, the looting was part of the 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 movement, and I'm not saying we're all human, and people are gonna take advantages when they can. They know that they know that they can break into shops because they know people are not gonna be there. They know they can steal things. They 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 know all these things, but they're, they're opportunists. They're not they're not the people that represent me when yeah. it comes to Black Lives Matter or anything or segregation well, or well, anything think, that goes on. Think about it. Personally, I didn't know. Um, was it Mark Duggan? Yep. Um, I didn't know anything about his situation other than what I read in the in the in the news reports and in the police reports. And uh, apparently, he was involved in some kind of crime. However, when they 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 rolled up on him on that particular day, he had no fire. Oh, Mark Duggan's the one that went. The what? Mark Duggan's one that got shot in the street by the by the two men. That's what you're talking about, right? That's yeah, Mark the Duggan. one that sparked the riots in the UK. Oh yes, yes, yes. Oh, I know you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, the um, the 2012 um riots. I, I can't remember the date. I just it's 2012. Like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that was just before the Olympics. There that you go. So, the <laughs> so initially, people were upset, not over Mark Duggan specifically. It's like people weren't really upset about George Floyd. They were upset because it's the straw, the, the that whole straw that broke the camel's like or Yasin Bey, if you want to call him by his new name. Um, it's There was a million other straws underneath it. A straw's not going to break a camel's back. It's the weight of everything else. It's because that kept happening. It's because there is a problem with police brutality in the UK. The police, there's police brutality in, in the United States. Anywhere where the... the, the uh, unfortunately, in most countries where there is ethnic diversity and the people in power are Caucasian, they tend to abuse their power. And that's not a racial view, that's statistics. Like men lie, women lie, numbers don't. So the numbers tell you what's happening. So you don't have to, you can feel how you want about it, but the numbers are telling you what is occurring. They did a, um, a study on what's happened during lockdown here. 22,000 black men have been, um, searched by the police um, 80% of those who were searched and arrested were let go with no charges so for the vast majority of those black men they were just getting ha- hassled harassed for no reason 80% that's a B plus yep. you know <laughs> so if you were getting graded on how racist you were as a police officer you got a B and you do I, I, I see and that that's the problem that I don't I think what I think what I need to try to do is in this okay for in this podcast for instance we're going to try to cover all areas but what I need people to understand is we don't have all the answers if if we don't bring up a subject it's because we just didn't think of it at the time or I know there's going to be certain avenues that we're not going to touch on or there's going to be certain things that we didn't speak about but I think majority we're going to try to stick to we'll try to stick to world events but America and the UK are the ones we predominantly get our news from so I don't want to miss out anybody's country or feel that you're not doing enough because I know I've seen pictures of um, protests around the world and I love it I couldn't believe the first day when um, George Floyd died and then the next day I saw pictures from Iraq, Peru, South Africa, all these places and I thought wow this is really good 
And then I started to see the All Lives Matter posts come out. Then I started to see White Lives Matter versus the um, All Lives Matter protests and then the Black Lives protests and the Black Lives protests in the streets and everyone was talking about COVID, how people shouldn't rally. And that's where I kind of got annoyed by the whole thing where people were, a black guy died with a knee in his neck and basically we were told oh you can't um group up like this because oh there's covid and i was like okay but when i go down the road when i'm going to work and i'm seeing people all sitting on the grass not giving a shit about covid I realise these are the people that are the ones that are not on social media saying, yeah, but look at us sitting on the grass. What's the difference between them protesting in a group and us sitting on the grass in a park where they say they're locking off parks and police are going around? I just believe there was two... What's it called? I believe there was um, double standards when it came to different ethnicities when it came to, like, for a march. Do you know what I mean? Like... There was a whole group of that. There was a whole group of that King Gabba. But when it comes to the Black Lives Matter, everyone was up in arms. Oh, no, COVID. No, you shouldn't do that because there's going to be a second wave. And I thought, where's this second wave? I'm not seeing this second wave. Um, there will be a second wave. That, that's for sure. Um, you think so? Absolutely. The, um, there's still no cure for this virus. And they're trying to return to, norm- to normalcy. If there's no cure for a virus that's affecting and killing people, and viruses mutate, and this one is mutating, yeah, which is why we're seeing a lot of people who are coming out saying that they they have COVID-19, but they're asymptomatic. So again, and I'll just break down a little bit about a virus. A virus, um, a virus needs a host, and the host needs to be living. So if the virus wants to survive, because its only desire is to survive, it can't kill off its host. It's like a parasite. So it finds a way to alter its DNA in a way to then live inside a person and replicate without killing them. Because if they die, it dies. Because it doesn't have its own DNA. It has to literally latch onto healthy cells and live in them. So we're seeing mutations in viruses. But again, not everyone's immune system is the same. Not everyone has the same strength or is of the same age. So there are going to still be deaths. There'll be less death, but there'll still be deaths. And if for whatever reason this virus mutates into a way that attacks children more, then that's even worse. So, and all that's potentially possible. Now, the thing that that worries me about today's politics and today's understanding of, of, of the way things work is that everything's become very tribal. It's like, you have to be in this camp or you have to be in that camp. And if you're in that camp, if you're not with us, you're against us. Where them saying that the protesters being in a large group is a potential risk for coronavirus spreading, it's true. But having those people on the grass in those parks being in close contact with each other is also true. How yeah. you police that then is will, will, will determine where the bias is. But they're both, both arguments are, are true. If you have that many people in close contact with each other, even if they're protesting something that needs to be addressed, the risk of coronavirus will be extremely high. Definitely. But at the same time, if we're seeing people hanging out in large groups in parks or just flouting the the rules about travel, like Dominic Cummings and whatever, you know, where, where, if, 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 
it has to be one rule for all or there's a bias there and if there's a bias that speaks even more so to the argument the people that are arguing about police brutality and the bias and racial profiling so it's about balance and there there isn't any balance yeah so what do you think about um the people talking about the all lives matter what do you really think about that like what do you think what do you think all lives what do you think when they're saying all lives matter to the black lives matter protest what do you think about that Oh, it's it's usually the people that believe um, stupid terminology that is virtually impossible, like um, reverse racism and other nonsense like that. Uh, again, racism requires an element of power, and you know that in the in the countries where this is being protested, the people who are suffering are obviously not in power because, for you know, basically if they were they would be able to legislate or control what's happening to them to the degree where they wouldn't need to be um, to be to be out there in force yeah so all lives matter to me it's like it's a way it's just a way for people to distract from the message it's yeah. obvious that 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 um, that black lives matter and white and all lives matter like it's like I saw a cartoon and um, there's a guy helping another guy who's hurt his leg and he's like get get help quick we need a medic and um, a guy comes up and says why and he's like oh he's he's hurt his leg and the guy goes all legs matter and the guy goes what <laughs> you know the funny I heard something like that today um, what was it not today a couple of a weeks ago and someone goes um my house is burning down and the guy goes yeah but what about my house and he goes but your house is not burning down no I know but all houses matter though and the guy goes what exactly. my house is burning down yeah and I know but what about my house it, it doesn't that doesn't see it doesn't it, influence the, it doesn't people don't want to deal with people don't want to deal with the truth and like I was saying people don't really be taught People don't want to be taught their own history. And I've realised this. I've realised this now. As I'm getting... This month, I've, I've been quiet. I've been honest. I've been quiet. I've not really done much social media. I've, I've just been watching. I've been watching. I've been gathering all the information that I've needed for this podcast to be able to talk to you. And I've realised. And as I've been going on, don't get me wrong, I'm not the smartest person in the world, but I have to know what to say first before I just come across stupid or like become across like I don't want to I, I don't know what I'm talking about I've just realised putting piece in all this piece piecing all this together people have forgotten their history and they act like they didn't do anything they act like they want you to forget so they have memorials for World War uh, World War 2 but then you don't see all the black people that were in uh, all the black people that were in the war. You don't. They just disagree with them. They don't. They don't want you to remember them. They want you to remember the white lives that served in the war. The guys that are sitting in their chair. The ones with the berets. The one with all the badges and stuff. Let's just forget about all the all the black people that were sitting in there. Then they want to say, "Oh, slavery didn't exist. You just you, you should forget about it." Um, that was that was four that was that was four hundred that was nearly um you were safe for four hundred years ago now you're free um you can live life like us you just 
you choose not to because you're killing yourselves and you think to yourself I, 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 I understand the system and I think that's what baffles me when it comes to when you say to me all lives matter but then you know exactly why you're saying all lives matter because you don't care that black lives matter because you don't know your own histories you know your own history but you don't want to admit it I don't want white people to I don't want people to when they see me to feel oh no I enslaved this family I, I, I don't want that I don't want anyone to feel a certain way when when they talk to me or but all I want is when you do talk to me just remember that when I look at you I don't see racism I don't want you I don't want I don't want you to look at me and think oh that's just another black guy that's probably got uh, oh he's got kids he's not his baby mother he takes drugs oh he probably sells drugs oh he's a Rastafarian so he smokes weed you know how many people I come up get come up to me ask me oh mate can I get a cigarette and that's amazing I'm like I don't smoke what do you mean you don't smoke oh you got dreadlocks I'm like what <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just I don't know about like the the, the whole the, the whole. It's hard for me to like you know what I mean. It's hard for me sometimes to break it down and try to make people understand what this means to me because I get frustrated. I I get. Sorry. sorry, sorry about that. My alarm went off. Yeah, I get so frustrated by it that sometimes I can't even express it because if I express it I just don't think people are going to understand what I'm talking about they're not going to everyone's day to day lives when it comes to this Black Lives Matter thing is different and everyone's dealing with this Black Lives Matter stuff different everybody goes to work and deals with racism on a different level we all have different levels of racism that we go through every single day even if you're working in a barber shop you're working somewhere um, there's some black barbers that let white people come and cut their hair and there's some black barbers that don't but it's not a racist thing if the black barbers that let the black white people come in and they say sorry mate I can't cut your hair I've never seen a black barber go no sorry mate I can't cut your hair They, they try and most white boys in the hood, get their hair cut from black barbers. Cause yeah, yeah, I got my hair cut by a white man one time, and without question, the best haircuts I ever get are from black people. Yeah, but why yeah. wouldn't they be? Yeah, but they would be because they understand what your hair texture is. Yeah, but then I don't see, I don't see why a white barber couldn't cut your hair. Because he's a hairstylist, right? He should know how to cut everybody's hair, right? Um, in theory. But because hair textures vary throughout cultures, um, you know, it's, it's, again, it's one of those arguments that works both ways. Yes, he should, and at the same time, no, not necessarily. If your if your business is hair, and you want to maximize, I think I'm echoing. Uh, you want to maximize your profit, then it 
it's prudent for you to be able to cut as many varieties of hair as possible. You don't have to, but then you limit yourself in terms of business. Yeah. And that's the truth. That yeah, that that is the truth. You do minimize yourself. Right. So what does Black Lives Matter mean to you? What um, if, you, if you could round it up or like what's your interpretation by it? What do you what's the difference between you and them? What's the difference between you and them? Like how is how, how does racism affect you on a day-to-day basis? And yeah, as far as I'm concerned, there is no me and them. The only people I'm in opposition to are people that are are evil, racist, toxic, and those can come in a variety of colors. It's not a white versus black thing, it's a right versus wrong thing. Yeah. And it's easy to find yourself on the wrong side of history by making bad decisions that cause people suffering. That's the easy way to know whether or not a decision you're making that affects people is moral. Will it increase their suffering? They're suffering. So when I look at the Black Lives Matter movement and then the pushback against it, if if you're an honest-hearted person who isn't black, ask yourself, like they, they do in some classes and things, who in here would want to be treated like a black person? Raise your hand. And every single time that question is asked, nobody raises their hand so everyone knows there's a problem so if you know there's a problem and you might not be directly involved in it but you benefit because people who are privileged benefit from racism yeah 100% even if they're not actively involved they benefit from it it's one of those factors that won't make their life harder if they're not black. Where our skin color will call it harder. And that's statistic. That's not some preconception or victimhood or anything like that. The statistics prove it. So in terms of the Black Lives Matter movement, I look at it again from a moral standpoint, if if at all possible, that anything that increases the suffering of my fellow human being if I can actively fix it or help remove or destroy it I should do that if I don't I'm not a human being if I don't I'm not a Christian if I don't I'm not a person that's a citizen of the world like what do you benefit from having your fellow man suffer like you get the more weapons. you allow that suffering to continue yeah. or the more you allow a group of people to remain in a position of pain and their numbers grow inevitably if their numbers grow large enough they're going to come and fix you yep so it's one of those things where prevention is better than cure people are flipping out now because for centuries these atrocities by the police have gone unpunished 
And because we all know in our minds that we are equal, if I'm being treated unfairly, then that inherent justice that is inside everybody, and you know about justice from, from birth, no one has to teach it to you. It's a characteristic that's ingrained inside of us. Uh, you see it with children. If you were to give one child sweets and the other child vegetables at the same time, the child getting the vegetables would feel hard done by you. And they would, even if they couldn't speak, they would look at you and you'd see a look on their face. They've even done this study with animals. <laughs> animals have a sense of justice. So I don't, I don't know what we, we need to do to fix it specifically, but I know that the problem's there. And I know that the people that claim to not know there's a problem also know there's a problem. And they say the all lives matter just to distract everybody. Or, again, what is called, and I have the book here, it's called White Fragility. Yep, I remember you talking about that. I have a And speaking about racial issues. Your mic is breaking up. Your mic is really breaking up. Yeah, I don't know. Have you got got your Wi-Fi on your 4G? That's perfect. Yeah, tell it. Turn on your 4G, it'd be better. Are you sure? Yeah, it's much better. Your 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 4G would be a lot better. Okay. My 4G is very weak in this house. Is it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Hello? Can you hear me now? Hello? Such a shame. Yeah, you might have to tell that one. Can you hear me? Yeah, you might have to turn back on your 4G, your your Wi-Fi. I can hear you. Still. <laughs> That's terrible. I can hear you, yeah. I can hear you. That's such a bad echo. What the hell happened to this? We're having technical difficulties. I know, right? You see that? It's that face recognition stuff. You see that? (laughs) It's that face recognition stuff. I'm telling you now. Can you hear me? Yeah, okay, so yeah, um, I was gonna say, um, out of all, out of all the races that have been tarnished, like uh, the Aborigines, um, let's just even go back to the Native Americans. Who has, when I hear about the All Lives Matter movement and people just going absolutely crazy and bonkers about what's going on. Who has more right to be angry in all the countries in the world other than black people at the moment? Who who has oppression? Who has 
someone looking at them and believing that they're this way. And it, remember, you can only you can only say to yourself, "Oh, I'm a CEO." Until and, until enough people say, "No, you're not. You're not really the CEO." Um, um, the CEO. That that's a big mind fuck, and I believe that's what's happening all around the world. I think people are being prompted for saying you're not the best, and they've done that for a reason. And I don't know if it's I don't know if it's taught. I don't know where they get it from, but all I want to know is why do you believe that your life is worth more than my life? If we both come into the world the same way, we all have beating hearts the same way, we work the same as you, but then you just you just justifiably believe that you're better than me because the colour of my skin. Because we can both do the same job. We both speak the same. I can learn as many languages as you can. But you just think you're better than me because of one thing. And I, I, I believe that's that's honestly what's going to happen through life. I don't... I believe it will change. But I always believe there will be racism there because I don't only believe it's white people that only do it. I don't believe that. I believe... I've seen racism all over. I've seen... I've spoken to people and they would say they would never let their... Uh, they, they would never let their Asian daughter marry a black man or they would never let their 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 son marry a black woman. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's all over the place. I just think what we're staring at, I think we're staring at the whole... I think it was a, if there was a, okay if there was a group of people and they said what they really feel and it came down to those six people were judged by what they say I would have no problem of them speaking their mind and them saying what they have to say because it's their own thoughts I can't change the way they think I think that's one thing I can't change the way anybody thinks if you hate me because of the colour of my skin that's you I'm not going to change who I am because you don't like it. But I think there needs to be a, a, a wide... This whole thing needs to be widened more to a point where it just, people need to understand it's not only white oppression. It's not only white oppression. I've seen other races do it where most races hate black people. And I want to know where that comes from. Where... How... Why... How does a Bangladeshi or a Pakistani person or someone from Asia hate black people when when predominantly black people, predominantly black people are not in their country? That there's been a system set up where they hate black people or it's, it has someone gone in their country and gone, oh yeah, black people are all bad. Like, where has that come from? I don't, like, where has that, like, where, like, who made these rules do you know what I mean who made this up who made it brother it's weird brother I can have conversations with people and they will tell me I will never let my black my 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 daughter marry a black man you say why oh because you know the way your people are (laughs) what does that mean why because you see me why? Because you see a black person on TV and he's wearing a chain or he's he's rapping. What you need to understand is 
and this, and that's a silly argument because every single culture on earth has rappers. Okay, you know what? I'll, I'll break it down like this. There was a joke I heard yesterday, and it was, um, it went something like this. It said, um, it's going to be quite long. So the guy said, something to do with Elvis and Elvis you know that you know that leg shape that Elvis does you know that that leg yeah, shape I, I know He's yeah so Elvis took Richard. that from black yeah, I think it was the blues or whatever and then Little Richard yeah so then um, they said someone was it was Bill Burr I don't want to mess up his joke but he said he said something about him and his wife were walking, w- watching a documentary and she was frowning and all this stuff and he didn't because he said because he's white he couldn't understand he couldn't hear the racism in the show because he was white to him it's normal so then she goes to him he goes what's wrong so he stopped he goes what's wrong she goes can't you hear what they're saying he goes no she goes oh he wasn't the only person that used that leg shake and she goes no it's not the point of him learning the leg shake he learned it and took it and didn't basically represent where he took it from he didn't give back he didn't say this is where i got it from and this is where i learned it from he just took it and said yeah it's mine basically i i I did this i invented this and she goes that's the problem so then he goes something about and then he said something to her oh yeah well i'm sorry she goes oh well he said something to her about oh what about those two? Something, something totally different. But the, the way the, the the story went was, he goes, "Oh, I'm." He goes, "Oh, you should be lucky that you can get on a plane and um, fly somewhere because it was two white people that invented the plane." So then she goes, "Well, I'm sorry that we were oppressed and didn't have the time or the influence or the money to make planes because some way or somehow black people would have invented the way to fly and we would have been able to fly too." So he goes, yeah, but if you if you were if you were able to if you did make the plane, your music would be shit. So I thought, what does that mean? And then I realized the reason why black people love music so much is because it's free. And All right. it's, I don't agree with that. Yeah, and it's no, but the reason why I'm saying this, it's an it's an it's an art expression. It's something that you can't take from me. It's something that it's my own words. Oh, you mean free in the sense that Where it's no paper. matter what happened, they couldn't remove that part of our you culture. You couldn't remove it from me. You couldn't remove it. You couldn't steal it. You could steal my song, but you can't steal my expression. You couldn't steal it. Eventually, someone will say, that's not yours, mate. That's somebody else's. Do you know what I mean? And then yeah. I realized all black people had was music. And I think that's why we, 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 we show our pain I, I, I agree with half that statement. I believe that was all we were allowed to have for a yes. long time. Yes. So we put all of our energies into it. That's why we're so good at it. I realized that's I, I didn't realize it before. That's why I said I had to I had to listen to a lot of stuff sometimes to be like, I understand now. I understand why black people are doing music. I understand why when black people I say I, I think it's deeper too. Yeah, because I've always said, I've always said, and I, I, I've changed my mind since yesterday. I've always said I don't want my daughter doing music because I don't want my daughter brought into a stereotype that that's all black people can do. But I've realised sometimes music is so free and it's so diverse that anybody can do it. Black people have clung to that 
because they know it makes money majority of the world love it and who doesn't like music so they express themselves when they're in a when they're in a situation where you know what my mum and dad they don't have enough money I will try to get them out of the ghetto or where or wherever they live but I and I can do this by music and I didn't realize that I, you know when you realize it by hearing it from a different point of view you're like ah oh, I get it now we were oppressed for so long we didn't have these we didn't have these tools to make this so we just went in a totally different a, a totally different direction do you know what I mean it's it's 50 50 <laughs> go on what do you have to say um, back to the whole the music thing yeah personally what I what I then worry is is that I know why you thought that for your daughter uh, it's the same reason I would be worried if all my son wanted to do was play sports or make music it we start to pigeonhole ourselves when there have been black scientists, mathematicians, inventors. Like, there's so many avenues that black people can actually go down to achieve success. And we we don't think out of the box sometimes. Uh, and that's what worries me about one of those things. Now, if my child showed an aptitude for sports or music like a clear aptitude to where they were just wow my kid's better than all these other kids I'm gonna <laughs> help them foster that because that's their gift and we're all born with one so but at the same time if my child doesn't have that gift I'm not gonna force them down that avenue either yeah yep yeah but is it forced yeah but is it forced when sometimes you can see that's the only way out now, why do black people go That's straight to music? Now, why do they go straight to music? There's a reason they go straight to music. Is it because it's the... E- you know what? When you think about it now, actually, when I think about it now, it's kind of the easy way out. There's no hard... Is there any hard work put into it? Because is there a difference between a musician and a person that plays an instrument? It's two different things, right? Yeah. Because if you learn to play the piano and you can sing, that's a, you're an artist. Can you call a singer an artist then? Yeah. If they only write their own music though, isn't that lazy? What, what, what do you mean? It's like, if an artist only paints in one style, you're still an artist. What yeah, I know, but, when you, yeah, but I, I'm thinking about this now from... I'm thinking about this now from a different point of view because you're called an artist because you create something or you create a way for people to see the world or experience it through a different medium. That's an artist. Yeah, okay. Okay. Like musical artists, visual artists, dramatic artists, like they just like look at Hamilton. American history's been there for as long as there have been Americans. Yeah? 
Yeah, how much has just come out on Disney Plus? Yeah, I, I watched it the other night. Is it good? Thinking, I'm never gonna have enough time or, or whatever to go rock down to a theater. Is it good? Is it good? Yeah. I love I loved it. Okay, I didn't I'm... like all of it, but as a whole and how he did it and made me better understand Hamilton, who I'd already studied up on. I who is... I loved it. And there's some tracks in there that could be played on the radio. Who is he? Who is Hamilton? He I don't want to ruin it for you, but he's he's a statesman in terms that when the British colonists broke away from King George and sought to make their own country. In the New World. Yeah. He was one of the people who helped facilitate that breakaway. Uh, he was a military tactician. He started or he came up from very humble beginnings. Um, he had relationship issues with his wife and the woman he should have been with. So you, you, you watch it. And the way that they, they, they explain all of it is in the poetry of hip-hop. And because he's Puerto Rican, that's basically... Uh, oh, Africans. he's Puerto Rican. Yeah, he's Puerto Rican. He's an uh, African and Latino or Spaniard. So you get Africans and Spaniards together. You mix in Tainos, which were the indigenous population. You get a Puerto Rican. Um, like for us, you take African slaves, white slave owners, and Carib Indians. You mix it all up, you get us. Uh, and obviously we're brown-skinned people because brown skin is the dominant trait when passed through genetics um, so there's that so we're we're like cousins to, to Puerto Ricans and Cubans and, and any people from Belize any any population where the slavery happened more or less we're all going to be cousins in a sense all the, all the, the dark skinned people of Brazil Venezuela like some of my ancestry comes from Venezuela uh, so there's, I've gone off topic uh, but yeah it just basically explains that part of history in a unique artistic way and that's why it's praised because a lot of young people probably don't give two <laughs> tuppence as my mom would say about what Alexander Hamilton's contribution to the United States. But now they'll see that. And if they're ever on the test, because that that melodic, rhythmic, hip-hop style where thing, things rhyme, anything that rhymes, we find it easier to remember also. Uh, you know, they have that leg up now. And if, if they decide to go study history or teach history, Yeah, they do. Yeah. I will watch it. I will give it a watch because I, I, I saw it come up, and I just thought, oh, is this another? Is this? A, is this just another way for you to be able for me to? Is this another? Is this? Just, is this just another show that you want me to watch right now because Black Lives Matter comes out? And you just put it out there now to think, oh yeah, we could capitalize on. But this. Teddy, it's yeah. both. Oh, I know, I know, oh, I know, it's both. I know it's both. It's the like. There's no more black or white. Everywhere we live now is gray area. 
it's I don't see I don't think it's okay I'll be honest with you brother I don't to me like I said when I grew up I only had white friends I never saw colour I didn't see it but that's not true no children notice differences yeah no we know differences but when you're playing believe me brother there is Uh, well okay What, what you're saying is the differences in everybody's appearance didn't have a direct bearing on how you treated the individuals you were with exactly and i realize you only realize that once you get older and what what but what i don't understand is and this is what i say what i don't understand is when you live in your area when you live in your tribe and you live in a certain area you don't realize race until you get older now what now what changes from when you're young with your friends to when they get older and then you realize they're black and white well that's that's the madness like who it, I, I, them I had different experiences like we moved to Wembley from Edward or Burnto and we were in a, a slightly nicer neighborhood than we were in Edgware. now in Edgware, all the people had kids at the same time so there was that so we all played together and I guess we were all from the same financial bracket so everybody's the same in that sense when we moved over to Wembley where people are a little bit wealthy well wealthier and all my neighbors were Jewish and the Jewish kids and they were secular Jewish they weren't like Stanford Hill who were like ultra orthodox these were just regular Jewish people like Seinfeld and the kids would say to me and my sisters they couldn't play with us because we're black it wasn't even that we weren't Jewish it was that we were black <laughs> and we went home and we're like mom so and so said they can't play with us anymore because we're black and mom said who said that and we told her and she's like and she looked angry she didn't explain anything she goes well anyway there's three of you you, you guys play with each other yeah but do you see that though it's that's that's exactly what I'm saying why of all things you can say why can't you play with me a black I, I, I wish the kid didn't even understand it they just parroted back what the parent told them and that's ridiculous that's well, that's how hatred is hatred but, but, let me tell you now, I was I lived in Dulwich Dulwich was completely white it was you the black people in Dulwich lived in that the top side of where the hills were and I luckily enough my mum got a house like predominantly where like um not luckily like where I lived it was like secluded like you know the road was blocked off and like it was like like a whole tunnel of roads I took my wife there um last year and she loved it she's like oh my god you used to live here this is so nice and blah 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 so I said yeah when we used to play out brother there was no distinguish between you would knock on everyone's I would knock on people's door boom 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 oh can so and so come out to play of course they can they would come out but the whole street was full of fucking kids it didn't matter your colour my friend my best friend at the time was white even though I knew black, other, other black kids it's only as I started to get older I started to realise am I changing or are they changing is my is my tone is it me becoming more of a more of a black man that the whole like the whole type of relationship that we had with them started to change so 
they wouldn't knock for me as much anymore. And I would think, why? It, it only struck to me when my nan put it down to me like, boy, you're becoming a black man now. They're starting to fear you in a sense because they don't remember what they see on the TV and what you see in them is two different things. So when they, they can watch a rap video and see 10 people dying or say whatever, when they see you now, they don't know how you're going to behave. They don't, they think to themselves, oh, but that's wrong. ridiculous. Yeah, all black people are like that. And I said, no, no, no. your grandma again, she was right, but she was wrong at the same yeah, time. Yeah, but yeah, but you know why though? She was teaching me a lesson. Shall I tell you why? Watch this. Go ahead. My friend that I grew up with forever and ever and ever told me to my face he would never date a black girl because they're loud and I, he said he doesn't want that in his life What race and I was like hold on a second your mum used to look after me your mum and my mum were nearly best mostly best friends we live next door to each other mm. you used to play with me constantly your friends were black all your friends were black even when you moved from here your friends were black but you would never marry a black person but we'll think about that though when, when someone does that i factor in of, of the whole argument it could be that he does like black girls and they don't like him so he's adopted this stance now because who doesn't like you can say that who's to say a black woman wants you yeah but not yeah but you can't there's not all black women that don't all black yeah, women don't ob- like him obviously it's the ones that he likes because black women are, are like all the women they come in the variety you know yeah they are extremely introverted very quiet very meek black women as well as there are like they run the spectrum like most things so for him to make that argument shows me he's ignorant he's ignorant of women which is going to just cause him a problem throughout his life he's heterosexual uh, and he's stupid to, to express that kind of view to his friend who's clearly born of a black woman Believe it though, brother, I've had I've had other people, uh, other black people tell me that they would never date black women. I've, I've heard it to my face. The only time it bothers me is when I hear it from other black men. If a, if a white dude say he doesn't want to bang black women, I'm thinking, fine, leave my sisters and my, my aunties. Yeah, but what is that though? What That's your that? business. Yeah, but you what don't... is that really? What is that? What? what do you mean? What is that? What? what? Why, why would a black man say... I don't want oh, to there are guys in our family that I've heard say things like this or say they only <laughs> want lights in women or they only want white women and I think to myself you're an idiot like this is our source this is where we came from this is it, and it's weird you could have a preference but you can't divorce the source and this and, and, and this is what I say this is why I say racism is bigger then we believe it's 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 more than the Black Lives Matter movement. I think we need to. I think every black person really needs to sit down and really think to themselves what is really going on. Because I understand the um, the police brutality. Um, white people kind of say hate us for no reason. All lives matter. I understand all of that. But I don't want to sound like the black person that yeah. says, "Hang on a sec." I don't we believe white people. Sort out our own shit. 
Yeah, huh? Pardon? I, I, I believe bad people hate black people for no yes, reason. But we, as a people, we I'm like my missus, we need to sort out our own shit. Like, there's a lot, like, don't get me wrong, there's, there, there's been a system in place that makes us feel like this. I understand that. Yeah. I understand Systemic that. racism is prevalent throughout society. It's, 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 different. but I think, believe, we need to show a different side to us. Don't get me wrong, I don't want to act like somebody else's race. I, 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 to me, that's the biggest racism to me that I see people do. I see when I see someone acting like somebody else and and because they feel it's fashion. I hate the fashion racism. I don't like that at all. I can't stand it. That's to me, that's the worst. You can don't get me wrong, you can't call me a nigga to my face. But when I see a black person standing there and all his friends are white and then he looks at me and he doesn't acknowledge me and I'm looking at him and he's looking at me and he feels embarrassed, you know what you're doing. You know why you're with them but you you do understand you'll never be like them do you know what i mean i i see it in their face i know what you're doing you're never gonna be like them just remember this when you go home your whole family's black you could pretend you have all white friends but at this end of the day you don't this is this there's something wrong with you do you know what i mean it's i can't that that that's, that's the one thing that gets on my nerves i see it around hackneywick all the time and it pisses me off it it, it, it drives it, me fucking crazy it could be Again, the argument, and this is why, if you, when you get in those situations, you have to also try and see it from his vantage point. What if he was adopted by white parents? What if the only people he's ever known growing up are white? He's gonna, to his own detriment, have more things in common with those guys he's with than you. Although they will never actually fully accept. Yeah, but isn't that a choice? Isn't that not a choice? Well, it isn't. We don't get to decide who adopts us if we're orphans. You know what I'm saying? So it could be a variety of factors that make him think in some part of himself that he's more comfortable in that dynamic. Brother, you know the color of your skin. You know it. Absolutely. But you see through your eyes. You don't... Like, I'll put it this way. I did very well in school. And the vast majority of classes I was in, especially in high school, I was the only black person. I did not notice this. Although I know I'm a black man, of a black man, my father and mother raised me to be very conscious. We had Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, my dad explained apartheid, Nelson Mandela. So I'm very aware of my culture. I'm Afro-Caribbean in a country or in a state where most of the other black people are African-American. So I have a unique distinction in my understanding of myself. And I never noticed that I was the only black person until one of my classmates pointed out. They were like, you know, you're the only black guy in here. And to me, that says more about them than it does about me. I'm securing myself. Yeah, I'm there to learn. It doesn't matter what color I am. If I'm an alien from another planet and I show up and I sit down and I, I'm courteous to everybody, what the hell does it matter that I'm the only black person or only other being of my, you know? Because it, to has to be, it, it, it has to be acknowledged that you were the only black person in yeah, your Yeah, because to them, what that, did that you makes do them uncomfortable. Yeah, because it's like, what did you do different? What did... Like, oh, what did your parents do to get you hit? He's like, hang on, mate. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. My parents taught me how to fucking read and write. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? My, they, they gave me more yeah. time. Absolutely. Both my parents, they were lovely. They both read to me on different occasions. When I was a kid, my dad worked a lot. So, and I had a stay-at-home mom. So she was able to devote a lot of time to my personal education. When my dad was there, he did his best to instill what he knew about the world to me. Uh, although he spent a lot of his time traveling, I had both my parents there. I gained balance. You need that male and female energy. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I think I understand. I think my, I think my. Like I, I keep we talk about this a lot. Actually, we, we say it quite a bit. But I think my daughter sees it as well. I think we balance. I think yeah. me and my wife. Yeah, I think you we two balance. being there together and showing each other that you love each other, especially and getting along and working things out makes her feel secure in a way that we won't know. Yeah, we won't know. Yeah. We don't know how you she will know. be grow up more mentally secure than any of her contemporaries that have a different situation. And it doesn't mean you can't be successful in a single parent family. It just means I'll put it this way, she has family privilege. The things yeah. that can affect her growing up or or cause her problems won't lessen to the degree that she grew up in a two-parent now, household. Yeah, now this is now this is what I'm saying. This is why because if you the way how the way I hear this is why I have you on the podcast because I remember I said to you I like people that are smart in the podcast. The way I hear you talk, you 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 were brought up in a co um co-parenting um family. So you the way to me the way you are you speak different from most of the people that I know. Yeah like we, like we all have our moments. We talk, yeah. We're playing games. We've got headphones on. Like, like we, we go into mandem mode, whatever. Yeah. My daughter, when I see my daughter, sometimes I think to myself, oh, I wonder if she'll talk like her Uncle Leon. I wonder if she will have the, um, uh, what's it called? Like the vocabulary and uh, the knowledge because she has two parents there teaching her about the world. Yeah. Will she be? Will she be different from everybody else? So when someone says to her, when someone comes up with a question and goes to her, basically say it's like say it's a Black Lives Matter question, she goes, "I know, but um, my mum and dad didn't want me to do music because they saw it as um as a uh, what's it called as a um oh, what's the word I'm looking for um a, a statistic, and I did I didn't want to do music because they wanted me to be a lawyer because they wanted me to become a black lawyer. Then someone argues with her about that point, and I wanted to be able to say no. You you should have not you should have realized your parents should have realized to get you out of that statistic. Let's make let's make this predominantly black instead of making the normal. Let's, let, let's not do the normal. Let's push her in this direction so that she doesn't have to go through all the hardship and all the music and touring and everything like that. Because she can get everything that the music industry can get by becoming a lawyer. She can get the exact same thing. Or a petroleum engineer or a biochemist. Yes. Or even Ooh. just a chemist in a grocery store. They they break paper. <laughs> they do. I know. And you would never imagine that. And they don't have clients. They literally are like legal drug dealers. Yep. They just hand out drugs. And that's you know, brother, that's what I want. I realize yeah. that's what I want for that's what I want for everybody. Especially my black people. I want that for everybody. I just want us to come out of come out of the statistic there's so many great legal hustles do do what we need to do to survive in the fullest if this is the world that we are offered 
let's all try to break the mold don't show them the animalistic side of everything that we're doing just don't I don't want you to I don't want people to turn like them because to me that is that's the goal I've, I've in my head that is the goal is everyone thinking one way and you lose your identity that's to me that's the long game if you if we get them to think like us we've won if we get them to lose their identity we have won it's only now people are waking up and their their locks in their hair their their it's it it's it's gradually growing it's gradually growing 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 but i just i don't know for me well it's just, it's going to be a long it's going to be a long drive it's just, it's it's not gonna, the light switches is not going to click on one day and go yeah racism is going to end all over the place or my daughter's going to have a nice life when she grows up and it's, it's not going to affect her too because it will affect her but it's the way how I show her how to live then I hopefully she can battle it hopefully she can use the right words and terminology that she needs to be able to say look racism doesn't affect me in that way because my parents gave me a chance do you know what I mean and it's, 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 it's a variety of things being well rounded and balanced it, it's going to encompass more than just her views about her her culture and her, her race her being in a two parent household with you and your missus is going to balance her so that she she knows how to be treated or what she's willing to accept as treatment she if a man comes and treats her in any way that is less loving than you have she's going to know straight away he's an a-hole and he needs to go because my father the first man that ever loved me doesn't treat me like this yep so that's one of those powerful things yeah yeah so it it balances the child out and she said my mom was there she she showed me how to be a lady taught me about things that only a woman can properly express to another woman and I got that balance too so it's good. Yeah. I think we all need it I think we all need it I think the balance is oh, I, would, I wish my one of the my greatest hopes for black people before even generational wealth is the repair of the black family yes 100% 100%. Because it don't make sense if we're all rich and our families are chaotic. Yep. Cuz I it's funny because I what you like it was saying oh black pound day and all this stuff and I'm thinking black pound day should be every day. It yeah. should be one day out of the week. Yeah. Going to to the store that isn't owned by your people should be the option. No, but it shouldn't yeah, but it shouldn't be you shouldn't be you shouldn't be told to do it. it. You know what I mean? It shouldn't be. Okay, first of all, let's just get this. Let's just get this out of the bud. I don't. I don't go into Caribbean shops because I know the price. I know. Hang on, mate. You're charging me six pound fifty for that oxtail and rice, where you know that I can go home and cook that. So the reason why you're charging me for it is because it's exotic food and I, you can't get it everywhere. Okay, that's fine. You want me to come in here and spend my money. But then, the, but then I can say the chicken and ship shop down the road that's not of black origin is selling a meal that's as nice as yours for cheaper. Do you know what I mean? 
but it's again, like, your argument it, falls into the gray area. Yeah, because see, I I'm, prefer oxtail over chicken and chips. Yeah, and you I'm would. willing to pay a little more because those people are black. Yeah, you would. But then I, I do. But then there's a whole thing of you see him. Like I remember, I have I've had a whole podcast on this. Like you go in. The guy gets your food, he puts it in the microwave, you're waiting there for 45 minutes. <laughs> Standing there, you're like, bro. bro. And, I'll, and I'll do it every single time. <laughs> because that man's history and mine are closer than anybody else's I'll meet that day. I know exactly what they go through. And I love my head off my heart. And I just think to myself, this is amazing. This is amazing. This whole this whole this whole thing is just oh it's bonkers man I, I oh Peepers, yeah uh, I haven't seen my barber in ages yeah because of the whole COVID-19 situation yeah. but he's a black barber he has a store he's obviously got some assistance from the government but let's be fair his bread and butter is the, the foot traffic that comes through his barber shop and because of this pandemic he hasn't seen that so because I'm able to, when I got my haircut, I paid for two haircuts. And, I, and he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I said to him, no, Richard. I want to make sure that you're always here, that if I ever have children, they come here and you cut their hair. So I need to invest in that. Me giving you this is like me putting shares or getting shares of this company. I know that if I give you this for as often as I can, I ensure that you're here. Yeah. That's what it means. Now, I know that not every black man that goes in there to get their haircut can do that. But that's not what's important. I can do that. So I do. I don't have any kids and I don't have responsibilities. I don't have a partner at the moment. So I have a little bit more disposable income. So giving my barber twice the amount for a haircut is not going to hurt me. It's only going to help him. And if I help him, I also help myself. Because as soon as black people realize that helping each other helps us all win, because we are all in the same team, we'll rise together. It's when you think that you have to climb on top of the people that are next to you to get out ahead. That's when the problem is. Yeah, and that's why we need to try to find the riffraff from the people that are trying to make it and try to separate them and try to do it. only as strong as your weakest link. Find the riffraff and help them not be riffraff. Oh, something. There's some people that can't be helped. Them. <laughs> There's some people. I can't. I'm sorry. I said this already and I don't care. <laughs> you can hear me or you can't hear me or not. I am not a show-off. And I will repeat this. I am not a show-off. I know show-offs. My brother was a show-off. And I can admit that we are two different people. We are the same coin, but we're two different people. But you see, showing off to me is the biggest... Uh, what is the word? What's the word for a show? What's the... Being a show-off is the most least... Not least attractive, but the least... Profitable. Profitable it is the least... To me, when you show off, you don't understand the world. And that, that's that's my take. Scripture says, "Rise before a fall." The yeah, more you, you show off, the more yeah. you put the spotlight on yourself. The more you have the spotlight on yourself, 
the easier you are to see. The easier you are to see, the more likely you'll get eaten. Like, I, I was thinking to myself the other day, I was having a, remember we were talking about in the podcast, I said to you, oh, um, why do people have these cars and all this stuff? And I sat there and I thought to myself, you know what? I know myself and I don't have to have a car for people to see me to know who I am. But I know, I it, something's what I know in the back of my mind. The car I get... If you can hear me, I can't hear you. Hello? Sorry about that. There we go. Yeah, sorry about that. My, my, my phone rang. I, I should have put it on silent. Um, yeah, um, I know the type of car I will get. It will be... It will blow everything out of the water. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, the thing is, it's like... Get what's practical. Yeah, get I, 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 don't get me wrong. No, no, I understand. Okay, you know what? You know what it is, brother. I don't see my life. I I don't know about you. I don't know how you feel, but you see, when I'm in a relationship, I see my empire growing. All I see is brick by brick. That's all I see. I don't see. I don't see me copying everybody else. I don't see that. I don't. I don't know why I've always had this feeling in my gut like I'm not better than than you but I'm better than the person that I am right now I know I'm going to achieve way more than I have it may take me longer but in the end when I'm sitting there and I'm looking out and I think to myself wow I've achieved all of this by working hard do you know what I mean I, I can see in myself so when I see people showing off with the with the I don't want to say the smaller things in life but that sounds really ignorant doesn't it um, no well it depends on what those things are it, because it's all relative like yeah it's relative okay it's relative so for instance for you for instance what do you what do you see a good I don't, I don't mean to cut you off but when you okay when you think of a car what's a good car to you like when you see like, what's a good brand of a car to you like just don't go too outlandish. This this go in that no, metric of like what you can afford. Like, I'm, I, unbeknownst to you, uh, but prior to my being in this country, I worked for many years for Mercedes Benz, BMW, um, Chrysler, Audi. I never worked for Audi. No, but I'm just saying like Audi. I mean like Audi. That's a good brand of car, right? Yeah, Audi's just okay. the luxury part of Volkswagen. And okay. also connected to Porsche. Okay, then. So for me, for instance, I see my my statue of my my level of car, like me understanding cars. I wouldn't buy any of those cars. Do you know what I mean? I would well, go. I I wouldn't have before, but having worked for Mercedes and seeing how those cars are cared for and the like it wasn't a status symbol to me because I've worked for that company for years for like 11 years I worked for Mercedes so I know a lot about those cars like down to specific parts down to which of their cars are crap that we, we all know are crap like the first ML series is a garbage car 
the side panels on the doors always peel off. They had electrical issues in the window switch center console. Like I, I know the part number to this day. So I know those cars. One of the best cars we make is the G-Wagon. It looks very simple and kind of ugly in a sense, but it was a military vehicle that they retrofitted for a general so that he could have one as his personal vehicle. And then yeah. he decided to sell it commercially. So like, if you know about a project, you're more likely to buy it. I imagine if I was, you know, if I had spent my time with Skoda, I would probably want a Skoda. But yeah. that's not where I ended up. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying though. It's 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 it it's a level of understanding. If if you go out and you see all you see is Mercedes or for you for instance, if I say say me and you meet me and you for instance, I I I go and buy a car and then I say to you, you say to me, like, okay, let's do the show off aspect. You you show me a car and you you keep showing me this car, boom, 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 and I'm like to you, you know what? The car is very nice, but it's not the car I want. And you say to me, okay, what car do you want? And I say, oh, you know what? I want the Nissan GTR. Mm. Oh no, that's 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 way out of your that's way out of your your range. Like, oh you'll never be able to afford that car. But you're like, hang on. But you never thought that you'd be able to afford that Mercedes. You 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 never thought you'd be able to afford that, but you have one. The person you know, could could be arguing two points there. They could be arguing that they don't in their back of their mind they subconsciously don't want you to have that right this is my problem they don't want to aspire to that or it could be that they feel away because you didn't co-sign on their choice yes that's what I'm looking for that's the word I'm looking for (laughs) you didn't co-sign you know know, that's what I'm saying right you didn't co-sign on their choice now you know me you know me brother You know me, brother, right? You know me. And I'm telling you, like, I think you know me well more than other people believe they do. You know me, brother. Yeah. I will not have a car for years. And I will be honest with you. I probably won't have one for years. But if I pulled up in my Nissan GTR and I parked up... Now, you know That's me, I'm not a show-off. Car. I'm not a show-off. You know me. But if, yeah. I, if I pulled up in my Nissan GTR, I don't want to hear shit. I don't want to hear about your Mercedes... I don't want to hear about your but, but this, it doesn't really I hear you it doesn't matter because it's like it's like a t-shirt or anything else you buy what you like you buy yes. it because it means something to you like but, most but of the cars I've, I've got people like why did you get that and I was like yeah, I got but it because I, I like it yeah but what I've realised brother and what I've realised the differences between me and you for instance is you say someone will have a Versace jacket yeah you go, oh, that jacket's nice, but you don't buy it because yeah, you know, to. you know, everybody wants that jacket. You know it, and you're thinking, yeah. no, I don't want what everybody else has. I'm going to step away from it. Then you buy a jacket, say from Primark. The jacket looks lovely. You don't wear it. One day you pull it out. The person in the Versace jacket is like, yeah, I'm wearing Versace. And then they see your jacket and they're like, where'd you get a jacket from? And you're like, Oh, I've had this for years. Oh, your jacket's real nice. And then people start coming up to you, and they're like, "Oh, your jacket's nice." But the person, the person in the Versace jacket, has been wearing the Versace for years. <laughs> Let's just yeah. be honest. Yeah. Because the reason they're wearing it is for a status symbol, as opposed right. to it necessarily accessing right. their style of dress. But this is my argument. Like, I, 
I have nice clothes, which I don't wear unless it's a special occasion. I look at I look at a nice T-shirt the way I look at like a a suit that you'd wear to like a business or you know professional function. I I see those as clothes for special occasions. So you will on an average day see me in just a regular black T-shirt. Now, some people get their self-esteem from the clothes they wear. That's a dangerous place to put it. I don't need a Canada bird jacket. There's no bird in Canada that makes me feel better about myself. I feel good about myself because I I work daily on being a better person or learning something new or finding a new way to love the people I care about. That's where my esteem comes from. So, slapping a Medusa head on my on my chest does not give me value. Yeah. It can make me a target. Yeah, and that's what and that's what I've realized. I've realized what type of person I am. I don't need what everybody else has. I've realized I make my own fashion. I make my own I am my own fashion I, I am my own fashion group. I, I know you want the guns and butter. I say what? The guns and butter. Yes, I know who I am, brother, because I realize that you don't realize who you are until people say to you, when you, you know, when you keep hearing, oh, that's nice, that's nice. I think for me, these are normal things that I see in a shop or other people have seen that don't think it's really fashionable. But then when you put it on your back, you've realized, hey, yeah, because I realize you do wear a lot of black t shirts, you do wear a lot of black t shirts. Okay, I should I? Uh, I have Asperger's, and um, some of these, some of the things about that that I wear, I have very sensitive to textures, light, sound. Hey, what did you say? You had what? I have Asperger's. You have Asperger's. Yes. Wait, you have Asperger's. Yes. So does my son. Okay, that's amazing. <laughs> Wow, that's that's oh my days. I know I'm 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 okay to tell people here. I I'm I'm fine with people knowing at this point. That is a that is that is madness. Yeah, the way I process information is different. Do you know how much when I think oh my god, this is amazing. Do you know how much I fear for my son? You know how much weight I'll be honest with you. You have just lifted off my shoulders. You do not understand the day-to-day struggle when I think about my son and I think he's not going to have a normal life and because he has Asperger's. And I feel... No one's life is normal. I know, no. I fear, no I'm sorry. I fear for him so much. Yeah, I, I'm honest. I fear... When I see someone with autism, Asperger's, or something like that, I get really upset. I get so annoyed because my last my last official prayer to God was this was when he was young just before he was born I said to him please of all the things in the world if you're going to damage someone damage me but just don't do it to my children that was the last official proper prayer I did and then when my son was born no, just before, just before my son was born, I remember because I should have realized something was wrong. We went into the doctor's surgery, and my son 
he wouldn't wait. I remember he was, you know, they go for the scan, whatever, and he goes, oh, um, the woman was doing the, uh, the scan procedure, and she was like, oh, um, could you just go outside for a minute and just wake up the baby and stuff? And I was thinking, what? That's a bit weird. Like, why, what, like, why do we have to do this? So she had to drink cold water, she had to jump up and down, and the baby woke up, and she goes, oh, yeah, yeah, your baby's fine. Didn't think anything of it. Then a couple of years later, I found out my son's got Asperger's. So we wanted to go back to the hospital to find out what the original um, diagnostics was for my kid, but we couldn't find it because you know, like they destroy all the paperwork and it's not in it's not in the red book. So I believe that day you can apparently you can know if your child is autistic or not because you can go for the test or they can see it for the fluid to the brain for the spine. It might not be um, consistent to the brain enough. So that's how autism and Asperger's happens. So when my son was diagnosed with Asperger's, I was always kicked back by my prayer because I was like, you know what? I asked you for one thing. I don't ask well, you for well, let's, let's address that. No, I know we are going to address it. We are, I, know, I know you're going to say that because, but then someone said to me, you know what? you're lucky your child is alive and breathing and you know they go through the whole they go through the whole thing like you should be lucky for this and I'm like I know I'm lucky but all I wanted because of the way I grew up I'm dyslexic I grew up my life was so hard in school whatever I didn't want that for my kids and then one thing I asked for it's like yeah. you couldn't it, I, I, hear, I hear what you're saying how the scriptures also explain that every good gift comes from God. Children yeah. are a gift. However, we're also imperfect, which means there's an allowance for imperfections to show up in us. Yeah. So at the same time, the scripture also says that since God is the embodiment of love itself, would it be loving for him to then cause that illness in your child? The answer to that is no. So where where so where does he factor interest? You can say that he's allowed this to happen, but he hasn't caused it. And allowing something and causing it are very different. It's like the way Batman at the in the first Batman with Christian Bale. Yeah. doesn't kill Ra's al Ghul. He just doesn't save the, the result, the end result is the same. But he's not directly involved. And that doesn't necessarily get God off the hook. But it explains that there was no personal vendetta there. Sometimes in our life when we go through suffering and we call out to God and he doesn't do something instantly, we think to ourselves, this was a waste or he's not there. When in actuality, a lot of what God does is he gives us the strength to endure our suffering. I remember Wu-Tang Clan said one time in one of the verses, uh, Lord, don't move my mountain. Just give me the strength to climb. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good lyric there. And, and that's sometimes all you need. You know what I'm saying? Because you said the weight's been lifted on you. No, because I heard what you told me and what happened was when you just told me that the way I talk to you, remember, I say to you all the time, I like people that are smarter than me. I'm not going to have, I'm not going to have like 
people that are not smart. I don't mean they're sitting here talking rubbish to me. Exactly. I like people that are ne- smart. Never, never get advice from somebody whose life you don't want. Exactly. So it's like, for me, it's like that. When you told me you had Asperger's, and I think to myself, hold on a second. You know, it's like, what, 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 what? Do you know what I mean? Like, hold yeah, on. It's not something a lot of my family knows. Like, ex- well, outside of my immediate family. Uh, and some of my siblings, they don't believe I have it. But I have mean, not spoken about it before. You make, now, you make perfect sense to me now. You, you <laughs> your, your actions, what you do in life now, you I make perfect sense. I want to give you more peace here. Having a, what's it? ASD, because they don't call it Asperger's anymore. It's um, autism spectrum disorder. So yeah. you can have it to a lesser or more severe degree. I'm at the very soft end of it. But what having it does is it changes in the way I perceive information. Yeah, I know. I know. I of know. course you would, because you're something. But having that altered viewpoint of information, I think was a problem. And it used to cause me a lot of interpersonal relationships. But I still have friends. I'm still happy. I still have relationships. It meant that I had to study more about how to understand people from books, psychology books primarily. And it, it's allowed me to function because you have a things superpower, that you I didn't get. You have a superpower. I don't think you understand. You have a superpower. You see me. I'll be honest with you. Let me tell you something now. Let me tell you something now. Yeah. You see you. I don't think you understand. When you talk to me sometimes, I don't feel stupid, but I feel to myself, this guy is so intelligent. You telling me you have Asperger's, it 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 just shows me everything that I was worrying about has just been like, whoo, it's just like my son is 13 and 13 years. <laughs> Of like having something on my back, you you saying to me it says it, it literally it just went oh there you go I can jump off now and gone. Do you know what I mean? There's That's amazing. I, I'm I'm so happy that, that that happened for you. I really am. Taking away someone else's suffering is is the best thing you can do as a human being. I fear for my children. Believe that's the one thing that I don't want. I don't want my children to go out like me ever. I don't want them to have to go through the struggle. You came out fine. Nah, but my, I, I, my dad, I, he said that to me. I said, but you came out fine. Nah, it's because you know what? You don't see the trials of you don't see the trials of what people are doing when you when you're sitting there and you're having to, someone's reading something to you and then you don't it doesn't it doesn't go in your head and you're getting Okay, the word banana. I could yeah. never remember the word banana when I was young. Never yeah. remember it. Never remember it. Never remember it. And my nan, she used to. I remember. I couldn't remember. It, the book was something called something in bananas or something like that. And every time the word banana come up, I couldn't remember it. And I could see it there, but my I couldn't say it. And I remember she kept beating me and beating me to say this Ooh. word. Right. So the other day I was doing. I'm trying to do my daughter from 1 to 20 but then what I thought was no I'm going to do it backwards I'm going to try to fizzle her brain so she can do it backwards so she did she can do 20 but when it gets to 15 she can't remember what 15 she says 25 so I kept thinking why is she saying that and I started and I thought no I'm never 
gonna do what my nan did. So we got up and I was like, you know what? This is what we're gonna do. Brother, we're running around the house shouting 15. 15, what's the end? We're running around the house. Running, 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 running. And she's like, 15, 15. She's running around. She's doing it with me. We're behind her. We're dancing. We're saying 15, 15, 15. So then the other day, <laughs> I'm sitting down there and we're playing, me and her are playing Streets of Rage. So she goes, Daddy, what's that? And I said, what? She goes, 15. Say it again. 15. And I'm looking at her like, what the hell? And her mom's like, what's that about? Why is she shouting 15? So I'm like, oh, because we were running the house. We were running around the house saying 15. She's looking at me like, why did you do that? And I thought, do you see that? It's it clicked in her. It clicked. It does And this is it. Some of the things that people told you were wrong with you weren't wrong with you at all. It just meant you process information differently. And it's like Albert Einstein. He said, if you judge a fish on how well it climbs a tree, it will live its life thinking it's stupid. Yeah. You process information differently. They say that people with dyslexia process information in pictures better than anybody else. Having verbal descriptions of things aren't helpful. Or written descriptions. But if you see a picture enough, or if you attack all the information from an unusual angle, you may find that the individual gets it. It's just their way of getting it is different. Yeah. And that's amazing. Because we need people to see information differently. Because a lot of the times, to, to solve the problem, it doesn't come from the fact that the problem is difficult. It comes from the fact that everybody tries to solve it the same way. It will probably be somebody who has a unique, um, I guess, what's the word? Who may not be neurotypical will be the ones that figure out the cure for a disease because their brains are wired a bit different. And that different avenue gives them different answers to the same question. And they see things a little bit outside of the box. It's not that, it's just different. And it, it, it's all connected. It's like even racism. I probably, I imagine the people that will find the cures to most of the things that are going to cause problems in the world are going to be people of color. That's why statistics were a greater number. Uh, and if given a chance to shine, we shine bright because we're just like everybody else. So we haven't built Rome's and we haven't built Greece's. And we haven't built pyramids. Well, yeah, we did build pyramids. Um, we <laughs> I like to say, don't take that away from us. You know, we haven't. But our contribute, our contribution to society has yet to be realized, and that contribution is going to benefit everybody because we didn't spend our time building those other places. We had to put our energies into other people, and even the people that don't love us will benefit from that, from that reality. It's the truth, brother. It's 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 crazy. It's it's. I think it's brilliant, and I think you're right. I believe anyone, anyone that has a disability or has, um, I was going to call it like it's a disadvantage and something where they have to work harder. When once they get older and their brain starts to function, but they're better for it. Look at, like you said, Einstein. 
say I think they said he was autistic as well and because his brain was firing all the time he could just imagine something that no one could imagine and he's worked out the problem and he solved it and it's like oh yeah this is yeah this is this is this no it's not yeah I'll show you it's this imagine he figured it out and then had to make new mathematics or new formulas to show everybody else how it's done yeah but he'd already figured it out when you get something in your brain something clicked it's already clicked for you I imagine everyone thought he was mad yeah his his abilities gave way to the atomic age, atomic theory, nuclear fission, and all that. It's crazy. It's amazing. Oh, you 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 have just given me a new a whole new light. You have just given me everything I needed of that one thing that you said. I I I heard it, and I was like, he did just say what I think he just said, did he? And I thought, no way, he did. He did. He did say what I think he said. That is, why have we never led with that? Oh my god! I wasn't always comfortable expressing it, and now I'm just like, I'm almost forty years of age. I'm like, if I if I can't be forty years old and be honest with everybody I I care about exactly why I'm like to, to express that, then I'm I'm trapping myself, and I. I refuse to be trapped by anything. Like you say, like we 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 march for our own beat. Yeah, we do. Because I don't have to like your beat. I my my existence is evidence to that fact. I get to do whatever I want the same way you do. The whole what you eat doesn't make me shit. <laughs> you can do what you want to do, and I'll leave you to enjoy your beat. And you leave me to enjoy mine, so long as I'm not increasing anyone's suffering or, you know, ruining the world or planet in some way. Let me live. I'm not hurting nobody. Here, here. That's exactly what I do. I, I tell people now I'm dyslexic, and I can, and I can sometimes now I can I can even see who this I can see who's dyslexic from who's not because of by the way they work and by the way they act and the way they shy away from things, and I can bring them to the side and say is there a is, is there anything and they're like no 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 and I can break them down and I can see it and I'm like oh okay this is why you don't want to do this this is why you want me to fill this out this is why you want me to do this and I'm happy to do it for them and I realise there's no point being embarrassed by it anymore it's true we're too old yeah like I'm the only one who has this <laughs> yes I'm not the only person yeah I'm not the only person or I chose it for myself. I just existed because my parents decided to get jiggy around Christmas. <laughs> that's that's the long and short of it. Well, I'm just telling you now, it's one of those things that we have to live with, and if we're going to live with it, I think we should let it shine. Yeah. Let it I, shine. I don't see it as a deficit. No, I neither do I. It's just another, I just process information differently. And a lot of times, my friend, like my friends, have said things that were mildly hurtful, like "What is wrong with you?" or "Why did you do that?" or "Fat cars, why are you doing?" And I'm thinking, I'm just doing me. I don't, I don't know what else to say. I, now I know why we get along. I, I know fully <laughs> now. I know exactly why. I know. I let everybody else do that. I don't. I do not 
conform to anything that I, that doesn't make me happy. It you won't. know what it is? You make you've learned. You know what? Your brain is so complex. You've learned to understand this. If I don't do what I want, I'm not going to be happy. Yeah. And I realize if I live, that's why I believe. Can I say something to you? Absolutely. In the beginning, when I first met you, and don't get me wrong, I think that you were living for everybody else, not in a sense yeah. where you I was. Were... I was copying. I was copying uh, yeah, okay. members of my family. Okay, so I was right then. So yeah. when I saw you for the first time, remember, I didn't know you had a Mercedes because I didn't see you at that point when you had the car. But when I started seeing you with the Scirocco and your Disney, I thought, and I, I remember at one point I was saying to myself, this isn't him. I don't, that person, when I first met you, is different to the person I know now. Yeah, I was, I was being influenced, but don't get me wrong. I've always loved that car. And I've no, 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 don't get me wrong. No, don't get me wrong. Yeah, you, you love the car. But now you're more comfortable driving a Lexus. Do you understand? It's yeah. But I love. I wouldn't mind getting another Scirocco because I have yeah. But you would yeah. You want the Scirocco because you like the car. That's what I liked about you. You did things that you wanted, and then when you started to come outside of the box, you became the enemy. You became. <laughs> you became what people didn't you're, like. You're, you're and, a villain. Everybody's the villain in somebody's story. Yeah. Now what I liked was. I said, you know what? I like this guy. And I said, why? He's exactly like me. Why? He's the villain. What do you mean? I said, there's a reason why I have an empire and I call myself the Dark Lord and Sith and everybody else around me, I have my Jedi. And he's like, no, you can't say that. I can because it's I got my friend. I got my friend and I call him Count, and I call him Count Dooku for a reason and he doesn't understand. I said, because I said, we're villains. We're villains. I said, we're not Jedi. We're villains. Because we do what we want and we create empires and no one doesn't understand how we do it. They're completely confused. Oh, he doesn't follow, he doesn't follow the status quo. So he's not in the box. Oh, I am in the box. I'm just past your box. I just don't believe what you want me to believe. And I don't believe when you tell me you're this and I know you're not because I am that you're not that you don't make your own decisions you follow what is happening you do what everybody else does you're gonna get what everybody else gets and i learned that from that experience and i said to myself i don't want what the people in this situation that i'm emulating have necessarily yes not it's good or bad just not right for me and if i don't do what's right for me then i'm not living because my thoughts, words, and actions weren't aligned. And anytime your thoughts, words, and actions don't align with who you are and your values, you're going to be miserable and you're going to fail at whatever it is you try to do. Yeah. And I think to me, I'll be honest with you, you did well. I'm glad that you told me you had Asperger's. I'm glad. I'm glad now. Yeah. Yeah. You shared more. You know what I mean? Shared more. <laughs> it makes you happier than it makes me. <laughs> Some, I'm telling you, there are days where I go, I wish I could just be like everybody else. But then it's like when I try to explain, like even when we play video games, the video games that I like, I am very good at. The ones that I don't like, I'm crap. But I'll play because my friends play them. Like I play FIFA because all my friends play FIFA. But I don't like FIFA. But I learned at a young age, and this was one of the things that was, I think I was fortunate with, I, I grew up with sisters. So 
girls teach you how to socialize because it's a natural part of them. And they teach you how to talk because if you don't talk and behave and socialize properly, you don't get to play. Yeah. So I imagine if I had grown up with just brothers, which I have none, I would be a completely different person. So I thank my sister for just being women because they help teach me social behavior. When we played Barbies together, which is all we pretty much played because you got two sisters, you're pretty much playing Barbies all the time. Yeah, that's right, that's right. And, that's and, they, and in those games, to like, this is what the mom does, this is what the dad does. And I'm watching my sisters and learning family dynamics from them because my parents made no sense to me. <laughs> they still do, but I love them to bits. But seeing them interact just made no sense. But watching my sisters with the with the Barbies and us playing those games together, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that that that's what I'm saying. That 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 that's what I'm saying. It it it, it comes it becomes complete, and that's when you had they like you, they showed you one thing. You're like, oh, I yeah. understand how that works now. I understand how that works, and that's all it takes. That's what it takes. Brother, we have been talking for <laughs> minutes. Almost an hour and 30 minutes or almost two hours. So sound off yourself, bro. Sound off yourself. How uh, hi, everybody. <laughs> I have now become the poster child for something. Um, <laughs> I am El Chapo. Um, I'm, I hope that everyone's doing well with this pandemic. It's not over. They just need the economy to start working. So don't be fooled into thinking everything's fine. But be happy, be healthy, and enjoy your life. Yes, I'll say thank you to everyone that's listened. I would say um, I hope everyone enjoyed this podcast. Um, I want everyone to be yeah, be happy, be safe, protest freely, protest what you want, but please be safe out there. Know your own truth, and I'll say everyone learn everything. This has been Podcast 25. 25, you know, this is Podcast 25. I had to count them today. <laughs> I've been saying 13, 14, 15. When I count, I thought, buddy, I've got more than 13, 14, 15. What am I talking about? You know what I mean? So, El Chapo Negro, thank you very much. Thank you, Yeah, I'll call you in a bit. Right, <laughs> See you in a bit, bye-bye. Right, cool. Thank you. Bye.